just two. What's up, guys? We have Gigi, Big Tom, Mr. Fab, and Boo Boo. What's going on, guys? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, man, thanks. I'm doing good. I'm pretty excited because you showed me a picture of your can art. What can you tell me about that? It was one of those glint in the eyes type moments. That's what I'm walking through. <laughs> Love it. My, my local bodega. This is the local. Mike Hess Assaulted by Feather Pillows Double Hazy IPA. The can art is terrific. It's uh, We got two hops having a pillow fight in a dream bubble while this dude just passed out like a rock. Yeah, uh, in bed dreaming about the two hops fighting. It's 8.0% alcohol right on the nose. And I am excited about this one. And what do you know? It's got Sandy spray on his bedside table. Read into it a little. Who knows? But mm. I like this can and I'm excited to drink it. I think that's probably the best can art we've ever had. It's it's creative. It's something else. It's eye catching. And I'm a sucker for a good can art. So here I am. The original can art, the original thumbnail for a YouTube video was a CD, the, the, the label on the CD. If it had a really cool, like, drawing or something on it, it was that's what you bought, right? Nervous. I mean, yeah, you, you want to have some good music on the CD also, but, yeah, but CD I mean, art but is That was the original, like, like the, <laughs> what grabbed you It's in what the brings store. people in. Yeah. Bro, I, know, I, know. I, I will say if I don't know what beer I'm going to buy or what wine for that matter, if I go into the store and I just see some cool can art and it's like in the category of type of beer, like if I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like an IPA mood or like whatever, you know, um, if it has cool can art, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. So if you saw two hops fighting each other with pillows or whatever it is, you would buy that, right? Oh, I would have bought it yesterday if I had seen it. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Fab, you always have something great. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, we'll start with the Champango. It's from Golden Roads, uh, you know, popular maker of beers on this podcast. Yeah. This is a mango card beer inspired by mimosas. So if you look at it, they took champagne and mangoes and combined them for the title. It's nice. got a champagne flute on the cover with an umbrella in it, uh, a nod to the tropical drink origins that mangoes are associated with. And then what looks to be a mango beer in the champagne fluid, six and a half percent alcohol. Oh, we have an eight and a six percent. Gigi, what's up? What do you got? Hog, I'm drinking a new stone for me, the Buena Vesa Salt and Lime Lager. Oh, it's a uh, Mexican style lager, if you will. Uh, Also, great bottle art, in my opinion. Look at that can art, dude. I love the Day of the Dead theme they got going here. Send me a picture of that, please, after this. I will, I will. so yeah, that's what I'm going with for the first one. Only a 4.7, but it's a light drinking Mexican lager. So, yeah. All right. I mean, Boo Boo, what is up? How you doing, buddy? I love the mustache, by the way. On the Zoom, your mustache looks amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I thought about putting some Just for Men in it, but I decided, <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. What beer are you drinking tonight? So I, I do have a, actually a, a couple beers in my – I have a little satchel next to me. Um I'm starting the night with actually a weird combo because of the hurricane. I couldn't go out and buy beers. I'm on my way home from work yesterday and I didn't restock. So I'm doing Woodford Reserve with soda Ooh. and a little ice to start with. It actually is actually really good. So um, okay. it's actually a flavored soda. I just like made a little whatever cocktail here and uh, it's pretty good. But uh and then I'll explain my other beers later on. They're pretty basic, but uh, that's what I'm starting with. I love it. I'm saving myself for last, and I had you second to last. I have a blood and honey that you left at my house last time. My first beer, oh, yeah. blood and honey. Blood uh, and honey. Blood and honey. It's revolver brewing. Not the best can art. couple of guns, whatever. doesn't matter. But it is 7% alcohol by volume. Let's go. Easy day. Let's go. Do it. So we have uh, we have opening day, we have basketball starting. Guys, let's talk about sports. Are you guys ready? That's exciting. Oh, yes. That's exciting stuff. Beat or lead. Beat or lead. Big Tom. Hey. I have to jump into the bubble. I know you're gonna bring it to me. We have not talked about this, but give me some basketball, babe. Let's go. So a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the bubble. Um, right now really 
whether it's guys leaving to go to strip clubs, which, you know, you got to do, you got to yes. do what you got to do. Um, Lou Williams, a little uh, inside going on right now, looking into it at a minimum of four day quarantine, maybe an extra day or two, an extra shot or whatnot, but we'll see. That's to be decided by Adam Silver and crew. Um, some of the stuff going on, um, the snitch line, that's always a, a hot topic <laughs> about using that tactically from team to team. Um, guys tested positive Zion leaving for a little while for a family emergency with yeah. the unknown return, just kind of stuff that you can plan for, uh, from the outset, but you never know how it's going to come to fruition. A lot of great bubble stuff. Mine, uh, my, my lead today, if I can just go head first into that, if that'll work is um uh is is basketball related loosely but it's since our last episode about uh probably big news now i just had to talk about it because it makes me happy and stoked as a person adrian wojnarowski's a uh, two-word response <laughs> in an email from republican senator josh hawley of the great state of missouri uh, i'll just keep it real quick hawley's release had publicized a letter wrote to NBA Commissioner Adam Silver about, uh, this is more social justice related, uh, allowing messages that promote social justice on players' jerseys uh, this summer, which is totally allowed and endorsed by uh, majority minority uh, community of NBA basketball players. Obviously full support by most everyone there. Um, his conflict was that uh, the NBA wasn't going to allow messages that support law enforcement or critical of China's Communist Party. Obviously, the NBA has a rich history with China in comments that Daryl Morey, the GM for the Rockets, made months ago. Andrew Wojnarowski, uh, one of the most respected reporters that ESPN has, um, goes off the edge sometimes, but he responded with a two-word response. Uh, first one starting with F, four letters <laughs> long, and then U, period, nothing else. Uh, was suspended, uh, taken off his tour of the bubble by ESPN. That's a B part of it that he was suspended, but I just love the fact he responded "fuck you" to a standing U.S. senator and is working. For I love Disney. how you abbreviated and censored it, and then you're like, "I love how we responded." Fuck you! It, it crawled out of me. I couldn't keep it in. Yeah, no, it just it has to. It has to. Yeah, uh, that was fantastic. That was a uh, that had me happy, and uh, I think the the bubble's going to go okay outside of that. Guys fouling out in the first twelve minutes of the game. It's like they forget how to play basketball. But it's nice to see. You know, it's nice to see teams like the Lakers who – the Lakers, the Celtics, you know, the Pelicans with Zion, the Clippers teams that kind of like the bubble is existing for. They're not getting special treatment right now. Everyone's kind of getting treated the same. Yeah. We'll see what happens with uh, current events and with players who left and then came back. But um, right now oh, it's pretty uh, egalitarian <laughs> across the league. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's my lead there. My beat will be just a bit faster as it tends to be. Um, Real sports with Bryant Gumble, uh, SEC commissioner Greg Sankey came on and refused to divulge the number of players tested positive for COVID-19 in the SEC. This is on the heels of Michigan State suspending football operations for 14 days after one person tested positive or two staff members tested positive. Rutgers doing the same thing and the SEC will not even tell parents of players, or the media outright, if anybody, let alone how many people have tested positive throughout the whole conference. This is, they're also trying to work the plus one rule in and expand outside of conferences when other big conferences like the Big 12 have said, hey, conference only this year. The SEC, once again, is dragging its feet because it feels like it can because of the powerhouse that it is. But but that's pretty beat that they're trying to keep stuff behind the curtain. And uh, there's a lot of resources and other conferences doing the right thing. And the SEC is just sitting there living in their own planet, as they tend to do. Uh, Big Tom, was there any response to the press release issued by uh, COVID-19 collectively when they said, we want Bama? (laughs) Uh, uh, Multiple responses, yeah. And uh, Coach Saban has yet to comment. Okay. Yeah. Is Is it a HIPAA shield that they're hiding behind or is it something else? I, I, I can't imagine because it all goes into public health at that point. Yeah. You start the contract, you start to pull in the thread of uh, contact tracing. And now you need to know where players were, where they were in the off season, where they're training in the off season prior to coming to campus. They don't need to say who it was. They could just say we've had, you know, 10 out of you know 800 players in the SEC test positive. Yeah. 
It, it could be just that to give people a, a baseline of what it is. Like the NFL just announced because rookies have shown up the training camp and as part of their uh, indoctrination, uh, they all got tested. And so far, 12 NFL rookies have tested positive for COVID-19 just to give you an idea of what it's like. And hopefully once they're in there, you know, I don't know exactly how the NFL bubble is going to work. They just figured it out. But, uh, you know, once they're in there, then they won't spread it anymore. And there's no way. Be it. No. I know. I, I think it's like the Major League Baseball bubble. There is no bubble. Right. It's the the it's NBA the is doing it right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's overkill. But I think Major League Baseball so far is working. And it's only been a couple of days. But we'll, we'll see in the long run, I guess. But, yeah. So it is just that first seven weeks of the NBA season that it's strictly players. And then after that, they'll trickle in family and friends and the whole thing is, hey, which guy can keep his dry spell going the longest um, and kind of keep everything <laughs> intact. But but they're um, still yeah. they're still not traveling though. Major League Baseball they're traveling every week, I guess. But uh, yeah, but they're essentially flying private. Yeah, I know, I know. But still, you're going to a new city, checking into new hotels. It's not. It's definitely not the NBA bubble for sure. Um, we'll see how it plays out. But hey, maybe the NBA has figured something out. NFL, there's no way they're they're not going to sit. There's no way. Orlando and play all their games, but yeah, it, we'll it is funny that that with the NBA games starting, they are after bodying up in the post and just playing normal five on five. They do socially distant player or socially distanced players on the bench, as I, if the like, bench is on, the hospital. Fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah like the that baseball was... guys st- sitting in the stands. It's like, dude, <laughs> and I'm ju- I'm literally watching the Padres game. They just won, by the way. Um, ah. they're, they're, they're doing their after game handshakes and they're doing like all their normal, like seven step handshakes together. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? <sighs> so hey, I owe you spot, 10 bucks a piece, man. Yeah, man. We owe you 10 well, let's, hey, let's not get too into it yet. It might be my lead. Oh, Dude, okay. I thought the, uh, the $3 million a year pitcher would, uh, fare well to the, uh, $500,000 or $600,000 a year pitcher in that, in that case. But. I guess not. The, pa- the right. Padres' rotation is very young, and uh, they could be very good. So let's let's give Gigi. I'm a boo boo. I'm gonna give you the rebuttal. So Gigi, you're beat in lead right now, and then right. be your next. So hinted at it. The Padres are on their way to their first undefeated 16 0 season oh. in team history. Shut the it's true. Up, I mean, dude. if you take a two and zero start, uh, extrapolated to 162 games, it's it, what five and zero. It is, yes. That's and, a hot uh, streak, son. Obviously, yeah. So you can't go 60-0 without starting 2-0. So this is the most excited I've been about a Padres team since probably 2007, which also happens to be the last time we went to the playoffs. But who's counting, right? That's my leap. Um, I'll get to my beat here. Uh, so some of you might know that Mrs. Jeej is out of the house. And uh, I picked up a straggler roommate for the, the G-Jet. month. G-Jet's gone. Got a new roommate <laughs> for the month. Um, I'm just going to go through a day in the life. <laughs> Please. Yes. <laughs> uh, the, the roommate did not want to come on the pod? No, he's, he's drunk on the couch right now watching. <laughs> oh, he's got to be new girl or doing something. some weird. All right. So this was last week, uh, last Wednesday or something, I believe. Um, I'm just going to go through a little 7,000 calorie day for you guys. <laughs> I got to make sure he's not listening outside. Uh, okay. So for breakfast, little fat Ron's drive through Started off with a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, egg McMuffin, hash brown, and a large Dr. Pepper. Like full leaded, no, no diet or nothing. No, 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 no. Full, large, full large Dr. Pepper at 9 in the morning for breakfast. Love it. Um, three hours later, a little Shake Shack action. Get a cheeseburger delivered, hot dog, fries, and guess what? Another large DP. <laughs> little afternoon snack time, huh? Four o'clock rolls around. Get a little, get a little hungry. We got a uh, pint of Ben and Jerry's cookie dough. He earned it. And he did he earn it. Of- did he work out? Did he work out? Boo boo! Come on. <laughs> To be fair, he did have surgery, appendix surgery, a while, a couple weeks ago. But so he can't really work out. But uh, oh, and then added in a twenty-ounce Dr. Pepper with that third large Dr. Pepper. Um, 
then I get home from work, and he's told me all this too. Like he wasn't denying it. Uh, I get home from work, seven o'clock rolls around. Obviously, dinner time. Let's get some Wendy's going. Cheeseburger, nugs, baked potato, fries. What did he have to drink, Boo Boo? Fucking DP, dude. Another large DP. Double penetrate. Oh, Dr Pepper. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Dr Pepper. Yep. Yep. And then I'll cap it off with a little dessert. What do you think he had? Another pint of Ben and Jerry's cookies. <laughs> That's a seven thousand calorie day, ladies. Holy and fuck, that, dude! When did Michael fuck. Phelps move in? <laughs> or blue whale? What the he hell? swam? He swam for six hours before he ate all this. Oh man! Holy now knowing this individual, if you ever wanted to seriously lose weight, I think the best way for him to do it would go to like a sriracha diet, where he just had to put spicy, some kind of spicy sauce on everything, because then he wouldn't eat. Yeah, that would be that would be very compatible with him losing weight. That is spicy ice cream. That's not what you want. (laughs) Spicy Dr. Pepper. Honestly, that's honestly impressive. No, it's not even really beat. It's actually it's actually very impressive. It's not even not even bad. Joey Chestnut, (laughs) Joey Chestnut. Uh, Seven thousand. That's more than some people eat in an entire week. That is. That's more than my hat is off to him. Boo boo. All right, man. We puddle to the G real quick, the sharp that has taken our money, and then we'll go to Fab. Dude, I honestly, I I don't have much of a rebuttal for that, but uh, all I'll say is 2001 Yankees uh, (laughs) World Series. Craig Council, Jay Bell. Uh, That's all you need to say. You don't have to say anything else. That's fine. That's it. The big unit. The big unit. Big unit. Smashing a bird. You know, no big deal. So, World Series. Gigi is not impressed, bro. <laughs> Nothing wrong with living in the past, boys. Paused. Dude, I'm all about living in the past, man. I, that's Nothing what I wrong do. with that. Nothing wrong with that. So, that's actually not one of mine, but I was like, we need to talk about Dr. Fauci's uh, terrible pitch at the, uh, the uh, you know, probably a great doctor and, you know, whether or not he lied about masks, irrelevant, but uh, um, uh, anyway. Um, I'm going to cut this to be pu- – this is going to be cut to your beat. doesn't matter. And I'm gonna, it's going to be beautiful. Um, so uh, we'll just call that my beat. Like that was just a terrible pitch. Like, come on, man. Like you can't take like five to ten. Who's worse, 50 Cent or Dr. Fauci? Do you know? I, I don't know. Fauci's like 80-something. So yeah. I, get them I say 50 was 83, worse, right? 83 years old. 50, yeah. 50, 50 Cent was worse, dude. 50 was like 40. 79, 79. 50 was like 40. I mean, he might, he probably had his vest on, so it was maybe a little hard. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got no excuse. He's in shape. He should have also. Got but to be fair, Fauci had the mask on, so maybe it was yeah, like no, impeding dude, some of his vision or something. Yeah. He did. Yeah. I also heard two takes on Twitter that completely uh, legitimized what Fauci did. One, he was trying to flatten the curve. Two. <laughs> Fuck. Two, he doesn't want anybody to catch anything. So <laughs> there you go, man. But I'm oh, fuck. I'm posting that. I shouldn't, but I'm gonna post all that. It's great. So so my lead goes back to uh a couple weeks back. Um maybe it was last week, I can't remember. Uh Fab talked about Brooks Kepka being followed by a cameraman after he took a couple hacks in the sand. Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. Very different people. Sorry. So that very, can't tie very different people. So uh, <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau took a couple hacks of the sand, you know, gets in the cameraman's face, says like he's ruining his brand or whatever. Then I think, uh, I think the Jeej sent out a picture to uh, our group chat of, uh, Brooks Kepka thrown in a massive Kodiak hog and and uh and I thought that was elite like doesn't care about the brand uh, no, 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 well, some no, people no. would call that building the brand that is building, building the brand to it building the brand. A fat shaw on the on a PGA tour event just a fat Kodiak in the bottom yeah. left dude yeah so I thought that was elite like he's not worried about you know being whatever I don't know debatable whether or not you know uh bryson dechambeau was um you know raging out so to speak um but uh yeah brooks kepka thrown in the kodiak hey kodiak if you're listening to this i'm sure you are um in probably somewhere in north carolina 
tobacco fields, whatever, but, uh, you know, give them a, give them a like, give them a follow, give them some money for, uh, uh, you know, uh, promoting your brand. But, uh, I thought that was pretty cool, man. Keeping it real, showing who you are, not giving a care on the field or on the, uh, on the course. Um, so yeah. How, how big does the lipper have to be to be like legit? You know, like if, if Tiger Woods puts a little like pincher, little pincher on there does it does that count or no it's gotta be it's gotta be visible you gotta put like a chauncey dude like a fucking chauncerelli like yeah if you put if you put (laughs) fucking in a horseshoe you're like john daly status yeah Yeah. so it can't be like a fucking little like get like a pouch in your mouth and be like if you're putting put a little snooze in yeah drop a little snoozy poo yeah little you talked about tiger that was actually my original beat um, Tiger making all these excuses for his injuries. I thought that was pretty beat. Like recently, he's like, "Oh, like I ran thirty miles a week, all this stuff." Like, come on, man, just just say you're getting old, dude, and and move on. Like it, it's all good. You're the greatest golfer probably in in the history of golf. You know, yeah. Um, Jack Nicholas, maybe, a, but like, give Tiger credit. He did. Uh, he had back soreness last Friday at the Memorial, but he came back and Saturday, Sunday, he still played. He didn't quit. Yeah. Justin Johnson this week at the 3M Open actually withdrew after the first round for the same exact thing, back soreness. He also shot like a 79. So, so he, was, he was close to last place. And so uh, he, he withdrew with an injury, quote unquote. I, I will give Tiger the credit for having all those back surgeries, but I remember a Masters tournament he was at. And he was hitting out of the trees and uh, he like claimed that he felt like a bone pop out of his wrist or something like that while he was hitting out of the rough. And that's why he did so poorly the rest of the tournament. And uh, it, dude, like, come on, man. Did he if go to gonna, the ER? Yikes. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, he finished. He finished the compound fracture. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he said that. I felt my bone pop out of my wrist as I, like, hacked at the, you know, the uh, – It was whatever. inside the glove, so it was yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm just golf's like – Golf's a violent sport, guys. Like, you got you to gotta take care of your body. It's just – it's just like, come on, man. Like, yeah, you're getting old. Tiger's got CTE. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever shorted Tiger on golf was obviously backing his ex-wife. Like, cause man, she fucking took it out of him. Oh my yeah. god! So he's worth he was worth a billion dollars at that point. I think billion with a B. Yep. Yeah. I don't billion. know if he's worth that much, but she, no, he, he, yeah, was, he was the Tiger brand. She got a nice payment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the club to the back of his car, obviously. Whew. Do you think he's, he's never think... been the same? He's never been the same, dude. All right, Fab, you got off easy. I'm sorry. Beat or leap, babe, if you you have one. Let's see. I got a beat, and I have a leap. All right. Uh, Did you guys hear about uh, that young quarterback in Kansas City signed a huge extension? I think his name is Patrick um, Mayhomes or something like that. Wait, wait. Isn't that the quarterback that the Bears passed on? Uh, Yeah, they traded up to draft Mitch Trubisky at number three overall, and then Mahomes went later on in the draft. Mr. Mitchell. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Primetime Mitch, as he's known in yep. the Windy City. Um, anyway, did you guys see who broke the story for uh, the Mahomes deal? All right. Oh, Big uh, Tom you know. is, dude. Big Tom is popping a cork. Big Tom broke the story. Off. I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> it's one of the other. It was Jay Glazer. <laughs> the amateurs would tell you that Adam Schefter broke the story, but uh, those in the know, especially your local Kansas City uh, in Sharps, would know that a uh, beer manager at Plaza Liquor in Kansas City by the name of Katie Camlin was actually the one to break the story. So the morning of, she, on duty at Plaza Liquor, just slinging alcohol left and right, noticed a front office executive of the Kansas City Chiefs come in and purchase six bottles of Dom Perignon champagne. She, being the astute observer of the human condition that she is, thought that this was somewhat out of the ordinary and spoke to the executive about it. And he said that there was a big signing that day. She asked if it was Chris Jones and he said, no. So then she tweeted out the exchange and said, my guess is Patrick Mahomes. Then Schefter like four hours later broke the story, 
she freaked out and thought she'd get in trouble. So she deleted the tweet, but fortunately other people had screenshots of it. And then she tweeted out, Oh my God, I beat Schefter. And uh, it blew up. She was on the local news and a couple of national uh, outlets as well. And Schefter even tweeted at her. So she broke the story. Good on her. Wow. I, I love that story because Schefter wasn't a douchebag about it and, like, yeah. you know, gave her props or whatever. Because yep. the Twitter race for breaking a story is a very sad thing. Because if you if you tweet it one minute after someone else, you have to give, like, credit to someone. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. Unless you're Ian Rappaport, and then he'll just say, sources said. <laughs> sources said. <laughs> and then Schefter and Mortensen get really mad. Rightfully oh. so. But anyway, yeah, so that's uh, – you know, it's always the war between Rappaport, Glazer, and Schefter as to who's going to get the inside scoop. Fortunately, this time it was a huge story and not some Jay Glazer you know, propaganda piece. I was going to say, don't do not bring up Jay Glazer ever again. I love how Glazer always claims he's not he's not the breaking of news guy too, but he's always yeah. trying Glazer's to break Fox Sunday, bro. He always has, yeah. like, but it's is never it, it's never like tra- deals or trades or anything. It's always like who's injured and not playing. Yeah, well. like yeah. thanks, Jay. What Your UFC experience really paying out. off. Yeah. yeah. So it was cool. She got her 15 minutes of fame. Uh, Schefter tweeted back at her, like, thanking her for the tip. And uh, then when the Chiefs, uh, a couple weeks later, actually did sign Chris Jones, they did a whole thing where they showed the big front office executive, one of their vice presidents, again, going into the same store. and buying Shut up. And, yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. So that's ah. a fun story, you know, just why we enjoy sports. Uh, as for my beat, uh, have you guys heard about uh, Mike Tyson getting back in the ring? Oh. <laughs> with, a, with a person or a Roy Jones? An Correct. So he's scheduled to fight Roy Jones Jr. on September 12th in an exhibition match. But before that, on August 9th, uh, Mike Tyson is going to fight a great white shark in the uh, battle titled Tyson versus Jaws Rumble on the Reef. Go on. It's got to be for uh, the belt. Uh, it's to raise awareness <laughs> for conservation. They are going to have Michael Buffer there announcing, so don't worry. There will be a let's get ready to rumble. As for how they're actually going to do it, it's probably going to be super lame and underwhelming, which is why it's my beat. I'm imagining it's going to be the same thing as when they had Michael Phelps race the shark, and it wasn't even, you know, Michael Phelps near a shark. It's just a computer simulation of some sort. Yeah. But, yeah, Mike Tyson is going to fight a great white. I don't know how because I don't think great whites can throw punches, uh, but if they, you know, if he gets them down in the – ground and bites him like yes tyson has been known for biting but i'm gonna take the great whites oh god (laughs) he'll lose more than an ear oh dude nice that was the best that was the best absolutely that was nice (laughs) dude Uh, two weeks off but i still got it well so do you think do you think he's going for the gills right away or the eyes he's probably gonna go for the eyes is what i would imagine yeah how much does he get paid to say let's get ready to rumble is that Michael Buffer? Yeah. I think he gets a few hundred thousand, depending on the size of the event. To say so we had like that a one charity, line. Yeah, that's, he doesn't do like live, you know, play-by-play announcing of it. It's just he walks out, the microphone comes down from the ceiling. I'm pretty sure that's in the contract. Like his rider is the microphone has to come down from the ceiling. He's not grabbing one off a stand, and you're damn sure not handing him one. Microphone is, not, yeah. is lowered down. He grabs it and says, you know, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble. That's it. And that's, I want to say it's like 300 or 500 K. Holy yeah. shit. That guy's got life figured out. Fuck. How do you get into that industry? Was uh, he like a voiceover actor at some point? Like or, you well, know, him and his like, brother, because uh, his brother Bruce is the voice the of UFC. Boxing, They've right? got it locked down. Oh, UFC, yeah. Oh, they got a monopoly so, on uh, yeah, the, the I mean, is ringing when it, when it comes to rumbling, the Buffer family is who you go to. <laughs> Hoglet, are you getting some uh, some? Yeah, I've got a little uh, power slash here. We, yeah, we're doing a little hurricane. We're doing a little hurricane podcast. It's, it's all good. We're gonna, we're gonna speed this along because if I lose my power, we're gonna lose this podcast. So let's, let's keep moving. Uh, it's how was you guys? So my blood and honey was really good. Seven point oh, whatever it was. Big Tom, what do you got going on there? I'm still on my assault by feather pillows. This is great. Uh, eight eight percent flat in tastes like it's a sixer you know, it just goes smooth it's a it's got a good good nose your standard hazy ipa nose and and it's smooth not overly fruity tasting or anything like that 
it tastes yeah. like I might dream about this later per the can. <laughs> Happy dreams or sad dreams? Uh, well, this guy's got a rolls of toilet paper. I just noticed also on the can art there too. Something that I think that's <laughs> well got to be a couple, a couple rounds of happy dreams there. Oh boy, uh, boo boo. Yes, sir. How was your first beer? Well, yeah. So my first uh, actually mixed drink um, was uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty good. Subtle dig there. No, 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 no dig. No, no it dig. Was good. It was good. Um. But yeah, surprisingly uh, mixed well the uh, the Woodford with the it was actually a, a Waterloo blueberry soda. So I like initially blueberry to, with Woodford. Oh, surprisingly, I love it mixed it. well. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Don't 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 knock it till I, you try no, it. Right? Not hating, not hating. Initially, I was going to do gin with that, but I uh, like I said didn't prepare before this hurricane, so um, I ran out of we uh, ran out of gin. <laughs> And uh, you're saying um, Texas closed down for a little bitty hurricane? I don't know. I just didn't want to drive in it. So oh, maybe gotcha. I could have gone to That's the liquor fair. store, but you know. <laughs> sure it was open. Bucky's um, was still open. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, surprisingly well, I, I tasted it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually really good. It's pretty dangerous, actually. So nice. Very mild blueberry flavor, but mostly Woodford. It was pretty good. Yeah. Deej, what's your second beer? Okay, I'm going light tonight for some reason. That's what I grabbed. I got a Hop 99 by Abita. It is oh, a... Abita is awesome. A light IPA. So, you're wondering what the 99 stands for. That's how many calories are in this bad boy. Uh, very light IPA. 4.2%. So, I'm basically just drinking Bud Light here. Uh, tastes about like Bud Light as well. Maybe a little better. But, you know, had to give it a shot. And uh, we'll see how it goes in the second sip. Big Tom, was that a swig of vodka you just took out of that uh, little thing there? It was. It's from my sidecar that I got. I was too embarrassed to whip that one out. Uh, I also, beer number two, which will be coming shortly, Jeech, I got my own 99er right there, too. It's a 99 kind of I night. can tell, man. You are it right is. There. It is. I got to work. I got to work tomorrow. So, you know, I got to oh. keep it kind of like oh, that makes one of us. I'm going to get 10 more of these. <laughs> yeah. Not too many people work on Sundays, but uh, yeah. no. I won. Fab. <laughs> Fab, what are you working, babe? Uh, so second beer is uh, the C Senor Mexican lager. Uh, very similar to Gigi's, I believe, although I don't know if the salt and lime is included. How about we crack it and drink it? Let's. Let's do it. Three. Two. All right, Gigi, do you have the map of doom? I do. I do. I do. Do you have like a thing to throw at it? I'm looking now. Make I some up. Take a beer can. I was going to throw my exacto knife because that's what's sitting on my garage. <sighs> I mean, put a slash, lot of work into that map. Slash beats laboratory counter here but uh is the beach laboratory what you do every podcast where you're just just get shitty things furiously yeah furiously going at it yeah oh uh, it's a jerk off joke i got it yep (laughs) my piece all right i found something to throw uh i missed your guys last pod where'd you guys what what stage you guys um the last pod was a sec the p-sack oh uh yeah it was P-sack? It was uh, Harrisburg, right by that. It was um, yeah, it was uh, where a shitty D two college. In- I was dying. What the fuck? Har- like some bird. Just don't. It wasn't Shippensburg. It was near Shippensburg. It wasn't. Just throw in the West Coast. You'll be fine. <laughs> West yeah. Coast. Any- anywhere other than Pennsylvania. Roger. Something. Roger. Berg. Roger. West Coast. There's no bergs on the West Coast. No slippery rock or anything. Okay. Okay. Okay, boys. Look at him. Oh, this is this is this is good. We got Reno. Oh, stand by. All right. We got Reno. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Reno, babe. Fab. Reno. Can you start researching Reno, Nevada misconnections? I'm on it. Let's do some round table. Uh, I know a lot to talk about. And we have some I have some thoughts on the New York Yankees weather delay. You guys, how do you guys feel about this? You know, first game. This is like the first game back, and canceled 
also called done, not going to be replayed or whatever, finished. Is that upsetting? Is that baseball to you in a nutshell, or is it okay? It's just totally normal. I mean, that's a standard thing. Like if it gets a rain delay and it goes on at the judgment of the umpires too long, they can call the game if they've completed five innings. So, yeah, I get it. But being the first game of an opening day uh, of a weird ass season, it's just it's 2020 in a fucking nutshell. I'm over it. Ready for 21. Let's keep this fucking train rolling. Like, yeah, it sucks, like, that they couldn't finish the game. But a lot of, a lot of bad beats out of that one, I hear. But, you know. Not it, for me. I, I mean, I won 100 bucks out of that game, so I'm pretty pumped. What, did you but have the under? I had the under. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. The yeah. game but, hey, but, but bad beats feel good nowadays, though, because fu- you feel something at this point. It's just nice to feel something, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I just – I can't imagine any other sport where you have a weather delay and the, the umpire can call it. Like, so football, you have a, a snow delay, weather delay, it doesn't matter. And it's, you know, it's, it's 21 to 30 in the fourth quarter, and they're like, eh, close enough, and the fucking ref calls the game. There will be fucking chaos, dude. It would be absolute chaos if that happened. Yeah, I think if you tried to do that in a football game now, there'd be chaos. But if that had been the rule since football started back in the 20s or whatever it started, it wouldn't be that big a deal. Like baseball, I don't know if they've always had the rule, but at some point they established five innings constitutes a, f- a full game if it gets delayed. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not that mad about it. I, it's, it is what it is. Sports are back. That's all I really care about now. <laughs> it's so subjective, man. I don't know. It is mind. not like my Phoenix Suns going to win the championship. Put five bucks on that to win five thousand. So uh, yeah. you're looking at a five. That, that's a lock. That's a lock. Well, that's a we'll lock. See out there. Century. Let's go, boys. Arctic take, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, I have a <laughs> something. Yeah. All right, so we have the Washington football team this year. What what do you think would be their name that is going to replace the Washington football team? What's the best replacement that has not been trademarked by some douche canoe in California? Yeah, because poor Dan Snyder. We need to feel yeah. bad for him. Yeah, everyone, everyone feel bad for Mr. Snyder. Yeah, right? What a hero. Yeah, what, what's the best team name replacement for the Washington football team? Uh, I like the Red Tails, but I, I kind of like. I was gonna say, I was gonna say the Red Tails as well, but I think that it draws back to a really cool part of history and with everything that's going on now. It, it, uh, I don't know. It's, it's an, it, it's honoring people that were oppressed. And if you don't know the story, go read about the Tuskegee Airmen. It, if they win Red Tails, and I get appropriately jocked for my own sports allegiances on this, but uh, if they win Red Tails, I think I would. One, it works geography-wise and always stiff-armed the Washington team. But if they won Red Tails, I think I would, I would give legitimate thought about coming over and being a fan. For sure. Whoa, whoa, yeah. wait, big so, time! And I know, I know, Dan, Dan, Dan Snyder, listening right now. If you want me to support your team, if you want Big Tom on the on the uh, bandwagon. Big it. Tom, where does your fandom stand now? Um, the Minnesota Vikings, not Homer, obviously. But oh, I remember. Obviously. Obviously. You're just There's, a Kirk Cousins guy in reality. Uh, Huge Kirk guy. There yeah. is no such thing as a Kirk Cousins guy. Well, he's it. He <laughs> went from exist. the Redskins to the Vikings. So that checks and out. And he got paid a lot of money before and is currently getting paid a lot too much, yeah. I would say. Gigi, I have to ask you, man. Jamal Adams. Yeah. What's he worth to your team? So he, he is creating a fire sale. He's burning your coach who obviously can't look at a fucking camera. When he's doing a fucking interview, he is searching for tacos all around his life. But he is so upset and just burning your team. And then what, you trade him. Somehow they get two first-round picks for a person. Two first rounds, that, a third, and another player. And then a starter. Yeah, starter. A fucking starter. It blows my mind. And I'm a Cardinals fan, and I don't like, you know, Jamal Adams going to the NFC West. But holy shit, he has mortgaged the Seahawks. He has 100% destroyed them. They're, 
they're all in this year, and I think I think it's I don't know I want to I don't want to say it's a wrong move because they've they've screwed over Russell Wilson for years now. Their years. team has not been good years, what, partly because of the contract he signed. But this is a this is a big commitment. This is all in for the Seahawks this year, and a, a, a free safety that's going to be in the box. Yeah, all in. Yeah, like it's is he that much of an impact player? I don't know. Safety, probably one of the least impactful players on defense. I think he has two interceptions. Like yeah. Or something. You got DNs and shutdown corners. Fucking safeties? Eh. Yeah. Not, they not they miss Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas was the key to the Legion of Boom. Jamal, I, uh, I would agree. Jamal I would agree. is not the same type of safety that Earl Thomas is, but Seattle's just experiencing some nostalgia, and they're like, fuck, remember when we were really good on defense? We remember their I blame, offensive I blame line. Cam Chancellor's early retirement he was he was the real linchpin i loved him yeah i think i think a a single first rounder a third rounder and a starter would have been would have been reasonable but adding a 2022 first rounder and that is wow that is incredible it's mind-blowing right so big tom i'm gonna flip this on you i was hoping that Gigi would bring this up so we're here now yeah. We we have got the draft picks right. So Seattle, let's say they're let's say they're drafting in the twenties, which they always do. Russell Wilson carries them to almost before the playoffs or to the playoffs, and uh, they they fizzle out. Lose to the Packers in the first round every time. That's what they every time. <laughs> the Jets now get that pick for the next two years. Are they moving up? Are they doing anything with that? Are they, the Jets is this going to help them long term? That's tough. I mean, they're the it's they're the kid brother franchise of New York, right? Even with the Giants being trash recently, it it's unfortunate to them, you know. Daniel Jones is trash. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they won Super Bowl three and not much since then. Uh, as the <laughs> as the Jets, they haven't been good in over fifty years. And then and then even with the uh, staring at the floor type of guy Eli Manning was, and uh, I, I think. Uh, that yeah, was awesome. I, th- I think the Giants at least saw some some success, obviously, uh, indisputably in their day. So the the Jets kind of need a, a makeover, top to bottom. We talk about Adam Gase just being uh, kind of out to lunch himself, <laughs> and I think I think he needs to get pulled. The, the The Rex Ryan experiment was funny and then weird with feet and everything else for a while. So they need some <laughs> some systemic change, and you can. You can do that with talent. Lev Bell, when he when he crossed over, people thought that was going to work out, and it hasn't so far. And Sam Darnold, with being the first person ever to get coronavirus or mono, whatever mono. it was last what season. A, what a champion! It's been they've had, they've had a couple rough breaks, but I think they need a lot of help, and and a couple first round picks could do that. So it, it might be a toss up. I'd yeah. say systemic change is quite a necessity for the Jets, starting with Woody Johnson, but. <laughs> Everything from that point down needs to go. And the fact that they're getting two first round picks in the next two years is just mean to Jets fans because they're they're like, oh shit, we got three first rounders next two years. This is gonna be great. The team's gonna make smart moves. No, nope. it's a it's a fucking slow knife that's twisting right now into Jets fans, and they they don't deserve it. Well, maybe they do. They're from they they probably had they're probably Yankees fans too, so fuck them. Ah, uh, just a bunch of fucking ZJs, dude. Just a bunch of ZJs. Ah, uh, ZJ's a Giants fan. Let's be real. That's true. Yeah, he is. I uh, so the Jets GM I think did a fantastic job in getting two first round picks, a third round pick, and a starting caliber safety in exchange for Jamal Adams and a fourth round pick. The rule is whenever somebody is outspoken on Twitter about hating their coach and their organization, that means that they're on sale and you get them at a discount. And he got full price plus a premium, I would say. So I, as a Bills fan, am worried about what Joe Douglas is doing over there in East Rutherford, New Jersey. I do find solace in the fact that Adam Gase is still the head coach, though. So they're not doing anything as long as Adam Gase is there. But uh, I'm concerned about what their GM could possibly do. I wouldn't be that concerned about the Jets. I'd be more concerned with uh, what Cam Newton does. And Bill Belichick. Oh, don't but no! Come you guys on. probably already talked about the last one, but we did. I'm actually more concerned about what Brian Flores is going to do with the Dolphins. Also, I mean, because <sighs> they had like a replacement team last year and won five games. Fab, I don't want to. Wasn't I don't that insane? Out loud, but if Josh Allen is not 
does not progress like he should, you guys might be the fourth place team in the AFC East. Very possible. Very possible. It's a challenge. Uh, the gauntlet's been thrown. Him and him and old Pat Mahomes. Can we talk about what Three Bears Three Bears Two did on Twitter? Um, one of one of the hosts here on Three Bears Two may have had access to our Twitter account and may have made fun of Josh Allen, and it was not good. Um, Whoa! What happened? I uh, someone on this Twitter profile, Three Bears Two, may have made a comment about Bobby Boucher because it was like you know uh, Josh Allen has ninety nine throw power, so the comment was. <laughs> The, the comment was, Bill's fans are honorary because Josh Allen has all that throw power and no accuracy. And <laughs> fucking Bill's fans were not pleased. And I got ratioed. Did you put I, that got fucking, that? I got comment to like ratioed on that shit. I thought it was funny. I don't think people have watched The Waterboy. Did you post that on Three Beers, Two Buffalo? No, uh, we don't have a we don't have a three beers two Buffalo Twitter profile yet. I was, oh gosh! Uh, the Bills fans came in deep and fucking. Oh shit! Life. I didn't even see that. Yeah, dude. Uh, so the Bills QB watch, who is a guy that I obviously got follow, smoked, bro. He is like the def- he's the Dark Knight for Josh Allen. He is on Twitter twenty four seven, and all he does is find people who shit on Josh Allen and just go after him. Mostly he's busy with Dolphins and Vikings fans right now because Vikings fans are still mad that we got Stephon Diggs, and so they take it out on Josh Allen. Yep. What, what, what was the ratio you had? Talk. It, was, it was at least, I would say, 10 to 1 of comments wow. to likes. Yeah. That's good. That's good ratio. That's it solid. was bad. It was bad. And it was a so, funny yeah. fucking comment. It was like, it wasn't in, in good fun. And one of the comments was like, dude, I'm just joking. Like, I was having a good time. And the guy was like, just fuck you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, just fucking pure hate towards people like doesn't doesn't matter just you gotta the fans trolls. are uh they're a, a yeah. strong-willed bunch i, I learned my lesson dude never fuck with the Bills. <laughs> got it that's Check. how bill's mafia started was everybody piling on to Schefter for making fun of uh, stevie johnson on twitter and the bills fans just swarmed god poor Schefter. Yeah. we're a baseball town now that's right go blue jays i love it dude anyway that's that's i just you know if you can't make fun of yourself who can you make fun of i'll make fun of myself that shit was fucking awesome bill's mafia you guys are awesome i'm all in on the josh allen you know football madden 21 power train i guess i don't know that's a thing i guess people are super pumped about how your fucking player plays on madden i'm super upset just a a conversation for a different time. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. Be off. Fab, how are misconnections? Uh, they're good. We got, I got uh, some choice ones here. I had to do a lot of filtering because there's a standard, you know, just people out there locked up at home with nothing to do. Trying but uh, to I found some good ones. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> what? Let's go, babe. All right. Uh, first, though, a word from our sponsor. Uh, I don't know if anybody is in a position where – have you guys heard of the uh, High Lie beer before from uh, Cigar City down in Tampa, Florida? Uh, so Cigar City is a brewery in Tampa, Florida. The High Lie has been out for a while, but they have a new one called the Humidor Series, and it's uh, the Spanish Cedar High Lie IPA. It okay. supposedly tastes like you're walking into a cigar shop. Oh, I have not been able to find it yet, but uh, keep your eyes and ears open because I've heard good reviews about it. So we are sponsored by. This, yeah, this, this misconnection beer. brought to you by Highlight. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> How are the beers, guys? Number two, beer number two. First of all, I need to hear from Big Tom. I know you are drinking something special here. I am. This is the uh, this is straight up Ballast Point Lager. Obviously, a uh, show favorite here. It's yes. nice. Gigi's on the train too with the 99 calories. We're watching our, our figure getting back into summer shape. Um, it's good. Oh it's yeah, described, babe. <laughs> described oh, yeah, as bright, babe. bright, refreshing, and fit for adventure for a couple of fit guys chugging these. Also a gift from a uh, no joke left in my house yesterday. Gear gift from a uh, loyal listener D hole. So he's probably gonna hear this. So, D hole. Shout out to D-Hole for the Ballast Point Lager. Appreciate it. Is that legit his uh, his God-given name? That is his name. name. That is God-given. <laughs> is it short for Demon Hole? 
It's got to be <laughs> it a dickhole. I've never asked out of fright. <laughs> Wait, can we have like a guess and like some odds on it? Like it's going to be dickhole, right? It's it's unknowable at this point. It's unknowable. Okay. It's unknowable. Fab, what are you drinking? Uh, the Sea Senor. It's good. It uh, <laughs> yes, tastes sir. like a Mexican lager. Okay, uh, yes, sir. I think I like I because I had the uh, the stone one as well. The uh, you know salt and lime Mexican one that Gigi's enjoying, and I don't think I like that one better. But this is fine. It's good. Nice. Uh, and uh, Boo Boo, what, what's yeah. up, man? You still what's drinking that? some uh, mixed drinks? No, no. I uh, like I said, I got a couple uh, beers. Um, the one I, I uh, chose for my second one is uh, brewed in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You may not have heard of it. Is it the um, beast? Tell me it's the beast. No, it's a uh, Miller, Miller Latte. Uh, so doing that, um, probably a 5.0, just because it's middle-of-the-road beer. You can drink it all day. Fab, how are the misconnections, babe? Uh, they're there, uh, ready to go. COVID, oh. uh, no mention of it. So we but, know, still healthy. But I have to stop you right there, as I always do. I like to just engage you and then turn it away. So let's do this. Um, do we have time for a Jeej Lock of the Week? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We might. Jeez. I haven't had a, I haven't had a Lock of the Week in, I don't fucking know, since February maybe? When is this going to – when when is the game? Because I have to post it. The best in- part is it's not a game. Oh, oh God, give it to me. The Jeej. <laughs> you guys are gonna call me. You guys are gonna call me a homer, which I am. But I'm going with a win total for the San Diego Padres for the 60 game season. They are now two and zero. They are two and zero right now, undefeated. They're gonna be sixty and zero. The over under for their win total is thirty point five. So Ooh, half hammer. a game above five hundred is what odds makers are giving them right now. I'm hammering that shit. Is this anybody a else? Oh, that's it. Okay, yeah, I thought there was more. It's a it's a M lot C. Hey, they are they beat the fucking Diamondbacks twice, and you're gonna hammer the fucking over. I was hammering it before the season started. The Padres you did. lineup. You, we have receipts. We have receipts. You said this before the before this started. I know. I did. And but the, the you Padres beat the lineup, Diamondbacks twice, and now you're – I know, I know, I know. But we faced two good pitchers. The lineup is coming through. We've scored 12 runs in two games. And ba- our big hitters are coming through. Hosmer had six RBIs last night. Will Myers hit a homer tonight. Manny Machado hit a homer tonight. Our stars are coming through. Tatis had a double. Like, let's fucking roll, boys. San Diego Padres, 30 30- – Point five wins. What's the what's over. the odds on the the World Series for the Padres? Um, let me come back to you on that. Yeah, based on recent events, are you ready to call the NL West in favor of the Padres over well, the Dodgers? Listen, they're going to well, go no, okay. sixty and zero. <laughs> the Dodgers based are on also recent events are sixty and zero, <laughs> and the the Padres might lose one game. So okay, fifty nine and one. Fifty nine and one, but the Dodgers are probably going to go sixty and zero as well because they're stacked. I'll put it that way. So, anyway, uh, Fab, while he looks this up, um, do you have any trends, like overarching trends? Don't tell me what they are, but with uh, misconnections. Is, is there a trend or like a something? Uh, let me look. I don't really think so. They're kind of all over the place. but uh, Not like a plumber, a Walmart, or a gas station type of thing? It's got to it's be gambling, right? There's got to be either I it's saw you be. at the Golden Nugget. I saw you. What month is this? So we're in July. 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 So is there any? Is Burning Man still happening? Is it like Burning Man's canceled? Ah. Uh, Yeah, I'm going through it right now. There really isn't a theme. There's a couple of locations that are mentioned, but uh, Silver nothing. Silver Legacy. It's got to be the Grand Sierra. Let's do it, babe. Let's do some misconnections, man. Yes, sir. Pods right. are 30 to, 30 to 1, by the way, to win the World Take Series. Take it. I'm going to hammer that right now. Hammer, hammer, hammer. All right. Uh, this one's from Sparks, uh, which is very close to Reno, titled Riding Your Bike at the Marina. 
wow, you are gorgeous. And I was in awe with you that I couldn't even speak. We saw each other again in the roundabout, smiled, and you said thank you. I would like to get to know you if possible. Tell me what vehicle I was in so I know it's you. Thank you. Wait, wholesome? There's water in Reno? Uh, It's interesting because it says at the marina, and then the geolocation on this is 100% land. That's what, I didn't know there was water there. Yeah. There is a river. There's the Truckee River that runs through Reno. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you could have a marina on a river, but hey. I feel like the message is all code. It seems way too. Very, I think it's like a CIA thing. Yeah, the CIA is doing something with like the MI6, yeah. and it's it's all code on misconnection. It's in the pizza that you order after <laughs> yeah. you read this. Man. Oh, he said double pepperoni. Oh fuck! <laughs> all right, uh, to that freaky woman. Dot 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 in Reno slash Sparks. Dot 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 dot. I once knew. We lost touch, and I miss you. I remember when you said, "I'm a lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheets." Oh wait! Holy shit! So she said that to him, but there was yes. no information exchange at all. Uh, it says that we lost touch, and I miss you. So they may have exchanged info at one point, but uh, they probably exchanged more than info. Uh, but right now, yeah, there's uh, no way to get in contact other than Craigslist misconnections. The try Obviously. and true standard. Yeah, let's let's set them up. It is a true misconnection. A, a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. Obviously, you get the freak in the sheets, but like, what does the lady in the streets mean? Just like a proper, like just super. Yeah, somebody that you can bring to a work Christmas party. You know. Oh, so like we'll remember the names, tell very unforgettable stories that are kind of funny and uh, just super plain and nice to have around, well, I guess. Classy enough to, you know, be passable. She's Mary Poppins to other oh. people, but once you get her in the boudoir, she's... <laughs> All right, next one from South Reno. Up for a ride on my brand new Harley? clean attractive guy with a brand new harley seeking an attractive clean female for a nice first ride sunday morning i am 48 in good shape and a fun personality seeking someone fun thank you boo boo uh, you're, you're selling a harley aren't you yes uh, I, I am first of all i'm not 48 and i am uh not seeing anyone to ride on my harley Aww. so uh yeah. you are a clean attractive guy though I am not in good shape, though, so we'll say That's that. That's not true. <laughs> dumb. You Dude. are a fun personality. Dude, um, boobs, boobs, you are amazing. And you have a Harley. This could be you. This is like you be. posting for Reno in a month from now. I, I, I'm getting out of the game, though, boys. I'm getting out of the game. You're getting out of the game, dude. Yeah. Yeah, sadly. So... I mean, respect to this guy. You know, he's uh, throwing his—he's throwing all his dice out in the uh, in the open, um, looking for for the the uh, the old lady as the apparently the that's what lady. they call him, according to Sons of Anarchy. But hey, do, do, if, if the person that's going to buy your Harley does not have assless chaps, are you just turning him away? Like, hey, no, <laughs> you cannot fucking own this vehicle. So you first of all, can't afford it. Uh, yeah. First of all, yeah. <laughs> I guess so apparently I always called them assless chaps before, but apparently all They're, chaps all are chaps assless. are assless. Yeah, yeah. But dude, like you're you're selling your Harley, bro. You're selling your fucking ticket to the big time. In yeah. Reno. So I, I was uh, I was thinking about maybe like doing a cross country or whatever on my bike uh, eventually to maybe an event like uh, out in Reno that we all go to. Oh, the um, Burning Man event. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah man. It's gonna be a great that's actually kind of a fib, you know, I'd already bought my plane tickets, but it would have been nice to do some type of cross country trip out to see you boys in the West coast, oh. uh, come out to the coast, have a couple laughs, have a couple laughs. Um, uh. but man, I just got to, you know, make the decision for the family, buy something else. So yeah, man, you're a real stand up guy, baby. Makes me sad. Makes me sad. Thanks. South Reno again, cute dude with long black hair. You walk by my office every weekday between 3 p.m. and 4 p.m. You have beautiful, long, dark hair that is down to your waist and an amazing butt. I think you're Native American or Asian, but you're hot as hell. 
I'm older and we make eye contact almost every time you walk by. I'd like to chat you up or consider being friends. Hit me up. I'd like the I'd like to chat you up or we can just be friends. But I don't just chat, chat up you, anybody. You don't you don't chat up your friend? How do you be friends without chatting? Yeah. I think chatting up and chatting is, is different. Two different things. Oh, is I this agree. chatting up like C H A D I N G? Yeah, ch- chatting. Uh, chatting. Chat. Yeah. Chatting. 2020 <laughs> chatting. <laughs> so Dude, I think you and your friends would be chatting, but if you're chatting up someone that's, you know, flirting. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Picture this guy is like a nice, like he's like a Fabio dude, like walking down the street, just wind blowing his Sounds nice like mane it. of hair, yeah. just out hair, down, his, hair down to his waist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's wearing yeah. leather pants and no shirt, assless chaps, sure. if you will. <laughs> well, I think Bubbles would have maybe questioned whether or not that guy with the Harley was talking about his motorcycle or something else. Uh, oh. But anyway, uh, moving on to <laughs> Reno. At the tagged at the Reno Tahoe International Airport, this is for mm. you, D. I'm sorry to do this, but I'm life ruiningly sad tonight. Bad brain, I know you can emphasize or empathize, and I just had to tell someone, anyone, that I am a little bit in love with you. Maybe more than a little, and it's horrible because saying it might ruin the only good thing to happen this entire godforsaken year. I'm sorry. I am trying to fix this, but that small part of me that has feelings for you is rotting, and I'm afraid you and everyone else can smell it. This metaphor is horrible. I want to run my hands through your hair and kiss you. I am going to try to get over you instead. Holy shit. Whoa. This is deep. That was poetic. I got to take a shower. That was hot. Uh, Wait, don't feel cry. hot or gross. I'll cry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cry in the shower a little bit. Yeah, I, I, my stomach does not feel good after that. Yeah, Dude, you're gonna smell so my rotting. You can smell the whatever. rotting is actually what spoke to me. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's all I heard. Wow, I feel for this person that they're in a bad place. I have nothing to say. That like there, something deep happened. Like something really bad. I feel right. Life bad, bad ruiningly breakup. sad. Anyone else? Can someone help me? I'm drowning yeah. in this drowning in this sea of emotion. Yeah, the small part of me that has feelings for you is rotting. So we're pretty is- good. We're pretty good at empathy on this show. I, yeah. So is this? So it was at the the airport, right? Is this lady? Do you think like a TSA worker, or is it someone just like that saw like someone you know that she knew? It, it could be a goodbye message, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, the standard 90s sitcom, oh, go to the airport. And... But I don't think it's like a Pam <laughs> Michael scenario. To... No, oh, I don't. Yeah, no. Well, no. Pam's a son of a bitch, by the way. No. But, uh... <laughs> that, that has been a oh. <laughs> oh, Unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just, oh, God, I don't know. That, that would hurt me. That would just like hurt a... I don't, it's not like a goodbye, goodbye. No, goodbye. yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, this right, is like, like a right. remorseful, how did whatever we had end? There was a little yeah. aggressiveness, right? Can you read the the little part that cares for you? I feel like there was some some back and forth of people being upset, right? Like, why would you have a little part that cares for you? Like, obviously, this person looks changed was, was was upset by something the other person did right but they still care for them <clears throat> you say that there's like so, one part of me that's rotting for you or something all right i'm sorry i'm trying to fix this but that small part of me that has feelings for you is rotting that small part of me that has feelings for you it's like <laughs> that, there's like a i don't know some some bad blood both ways yeah yeah, yeah they're they're losing their Loving feeling. They lost. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Apparently. Real quick, uh, last beer, like Fab. I know you had something there. How do you feel? Uh, I think I talked to the C Senor. It's good. Uh, standard Mexican lager. Yeah, you kind of uh, said it was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it above Pacifica or Corona or anything, but it's fine. I don't even see what the brand is like. Who makes it? But it's it's from San Diego. I will say the the can art not that great on that beer. Yeah, it's just uh, blue and silver right down the middle. Yeah, split up. Not not fantastic. Very plain. Big Tom. Final hey. wrap up thoughts. Yeah, I I, uh, 
snuck a relief pitcher in here. The <laughs> hazy. <laughs> Uh, Gigi and I once again on the Synergy uh, Crushing Coronado Brewing Each. Uh, this is the Pineapple Farm Hazy IPA. 6.8%. Uh, it's exactly what you'd expect. It's, it, 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 it once again does that Pineapple Farm, but it's not like you're drinking a whole can of orange juice or pineapple juice at that time. So it's got the great pineapple note and mouthfeel without being overbearing. Yeah. 6.8 is kind of right in the middle of an IPA, which you want. Super drinkable. Love it. Great. I'll feel it tomorrow. Oh, God, I love it. Jeej. So my third beer was Firestone Flyjack. Ooh. Another, another, another light IPA, if you will. Hazy India Pale Ale, 96 calories on this one. Not a bad little Fuck. beer. Not a, lot, not a bad little beer, but it went down really quickly, so I had to move on to the Coronado Brewing Company. Guava Islander oh, Tropical the IPA. Guava. I'm pretty uh, sure you're no. very familiar with the with that beer, Hog. Yeah, uh, it was in my fridge. It was the last beer in my mini fridge. It is now gone. Um, after drinking three light beers and then moving on to a real IPA, it's a little heavier. So uh, I have to say it's it's a it's a strong strong taste to the taste buds right now. But I like it. You're loving it. All right, cool. Uh, boo boo. Yeah. Um, so my last beer was the uh, Kirkland Signature. Oh, oh hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the Kirk- Costco beer, um, American Pale Ale, uh, defined as um, <clears throat> refined bitterness, clean and malty body, um, but it's only a uh, 5.4% alcohol by volume. Yeah, I mean, pretty good. Definitely, I would probably rate it like a 7.0, 6.0 eight it's like pretty light you could probably drink it by the pool on a hot day you know and uh slug you know six of them pretty easily so anyway baseball is back basketball is back football that is true that's the biggest news is that they well nfl pa and the nfl agreed and yep and nfl 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 college football is back college football college football is gonna be tough not looking great what was it that uh, Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon said on uh, Pardon the Interruption? If there's, if there's one game that should happen, game, it should be Army-Navy. Can you imagine how hyped that would be if that was the only college from – That I think would be by ridiculous. Default, that would be the national championship. Eclipse the Super Bowl, dude. Would you guys Would you guys want that, though? Like, Well, boys, I love you guys. Thank you for joining, and uh, let's do it next week. Same thing, but sports yeah. are back. Bye. Yo, I don't know how to – 